All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. It's been my podcast for a long time. I think we're in our 13th year here or something like that. Isn't that crazy? Hundreds and hundreds of conversations. If you're curious about that, who's been on, wtfpod.com slash podcast. You can do a search. Sometimes I have to do it. I literally have to search my own show's archives on my on my own website to see if I talk to a person on my show. But I guess that's just the nature of doing this thing for a long time. How are you? How's everything? Today on the show, I talked to Stephen Yoon, who uh, you, I'm sure you know from The Walking Dead. Uh, he was in the movie Nope. Uh, he was nominated for Best Actor uh, in 2021 for his performance in Minari. He has a new Netflix series, Beef, with, with Ali Wong, who I love. And I got to tell you, watched all 10 of them. I think that's how many there were. I, I just went through them before they were even out. I watched every one of them, and those two acted the fuck out of this thing. Everybody's great in it. Look, I, I, I don't know if I'm getting soft or I'm just more, uh, I don't know what it is. L- less judgmental, but I don't think that's it. Stephen Yoon, certainly, and I've seen him in many things. I've seen him in most of the things that he's been in, at least for a while. I didn't watch, I mean, I, I bailed on Walking Dead after the first season, but I, I get it. And he's a great actor. He may, he may be one of the best actors of his generation. I'm going to say that. And Ali Wong has really gotten the hang of it as well. She's awesome in this thing. Just, it's great. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's engaging. It's, uh, exciting. It's, uh, a little menacing. It's a good show. This beef. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So look, I'm not saying I fucked up my life, but I did. I'm not saying I regret it. I don't, I don't have regrets necessarily, but I do find myself wondering you know, there, there's this weird difference between, like, look, I'm a guy that feeds on the moment. You know, I know all about the now. All you have is now. I know. All I have is now, and I'm eating it. I'm eating it as we speak. I'm feasting on the now to the point where I don't always remember it when it was then. Like, it's not clear to me. I don't know if I'm getting Alzheimer's or dementia like my father, but the then thing is... uh it it it's it's it gets a little foggy or something. I I have to be reminded because I'm all in in the moment. I really am. I think it's just the way I've designed my life. I wish I had given myself a little distance from the now now now. I wish I'd given myself a little distance from it to the point where you know I had to uh, delegate or 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 uh, hold something back or plan a little better for whatever my creative output is. But it's really. It's really now, 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 now. And then, you know, after it's over, I'm like, what just happened? And I got to go back over it. I got to listen. So that there's some part of me that's doing that. And I, you know, I don't know if I'm annoying or draining or I don't uh, nurture friendships as much as I should, but uh, I don't spend time with a lot of people. And I don't know why. I feel like I have friends. I mean, I hang out with Jerry. I talk to my friend Sam, but me and Sharpling can't seem to get it together. It's been months. We can't just get it together. Like, let's just have lunch. Let's, I don't know what happens. And, you know, things get away from me. And I guess I got to start entertaining people. I do this every year for every fucking holiday, and I'm sorry. You know, I don't know if I would go if I was invited, but you kind of like to be invited, I guess. But I'd probably go to a, a friend of mine's 
Seder. But then you start to think about it. It's like, is somebody just going to invite you to a Seder because they know you? I can't get mad about it. You know, I can't feel hurt about it. This is why people don't invite me. Maybe I get too emotionally invested too quickly with new friendships or with people in general. And they're like, you know, it's like taxing and it doesn't go both ways. I don't know. I don't understand it. But I have a new buddy who's a Jew. And, uh, you know, I thought, I thought Passover was sort of like bring in the stragglers. You know, it's like, you, you know, put another chair out. Leave that one empty for Elijah, but we can put one next to it. We're out of chairs. Well, then let him sit in the Elijah chair. And maybe if Elijah comes, he'll sit on his lap. That should be something. That'd be a memorable Seder if the ghost comes in and drinks while he's on the, our, 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 our wayward friend's lap. Where was my invite? I guess I could have had a Seder here. I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't know if I, look, man, I keep my house together. I clean, you know, I, I, you know, I stay in shape. Uh, you know, I like, uh, I like everything to be nice, but I guess the other part about being an adult, it's like I can make my bed, but I, apparently I, I don't entertain enough. I don't have people over. I don't socialize or something. I don't know, but maybe they'll start to come around now that all these people that I lost to children, all their kids are old now. So maybe they'll be like, what are you doing, man? I got, you know, I'm free. I'm finally free after 20 years. Hey, dude, I got a little extra time. It's, I know it's been 18 years, but I got some time now because, uh, yeah, they're out. They're out. They're all, everyone's out of the house. We don't know what to do. Friends are downsizing. I was hanging out with Apatow and uh, Flanny the other night. You know, you're just hanging around with guys your age. That half the time you're talking about other people, the other time you're talking about your ass, your balls, your blood work, this or that, ailments, wondering if I, I should be eating that. Is that a good number? Is that not a good number? How's my stomach? What's going on with that thing? Did you get it checked? Got to put a limit on that shit, man. Definitely got to put a limit on that shit. Hey, I'm at Largo this Friday, April 14th. Go to WTFpod.com slash tour for tickets. I'll be uh, floundering. Uh, I think I'm going <laughs> to work on a new hour. It's going to be called Mark Marin Not Relatable. That's my big plan. Mm, Mark Marin Not Relatable. You think that's a good pitch? Also, I guess I got to get this up on the site, but I'm going to be doing a music show at Largo on the 12th of May. See, that's the other thing I'm battling with, you know? And I was talking at the beginning about the now, the now, the now, right? And I went into the attic. In the attics of your life, filled with me. I don't know the words, but uh, I went into the attic because I, I, I got a plan. So I've got these four boxes of, of slides. I had to go find them in my attic. So I'm up in the attic. And there's it's my shit. It's not like, you know, what's in the attic? I know what's in the attic. I put it in the attic. It's not like, you know, there's not centuries old shit in the attic. It's just the, you know, the history of me in about a dozen boxes in different forms. Old artwork, old writing, or a bunch of videotapes, cassette tapes. But there's these four boxes of slides and carousels that my parents had. They were around the house from the uh, early 60s. It, I got slides of their wedding. I got slides of trips they took in the 
early 60s. And then there's the birth of me and, and just random stuff on slides. So I went online. Thank This is actually, I got promoted this. A sponsored ad came up on one of my feeds about this slide app where you can hold the slide up over a... Uh, over a white screen and take a picture of it and it'll make it a, a it'll clean up the image and make it a, an image on your phone or on your computer. So I got it and it's kind of amazing. On my Instagram at Mark Marin, I posted a picture of me in some uh, pretty groovy pants. But so I'm going through that and I think I'm going to hold on to the app and, and, but what am I doing? What am I salvaging? What do I need to know that I wore those pants when I was four? What do I need to know? that I lived, that I existed, that I had no idea where life would uh, would uh, take me where it took me. Sure, sure, there's that. And then there's another box of journals. And I looked at, I, I wrote uh, very compulsively, like three full journals uh, when my wife left me, when uh, Mishnah left me. And I'm reading them. And, and it's amazing when you do actually journal the immediacy of the feelings that come out on that page. And, and, and also... It's hard to read old journals when you realize like, wow, man, I'm still spinning the same fucking plates. But I don't know. Maybe I'll go over this stuff. Maybe I'll go over it on some bonus uh, content. Maybe I'll do a journal thing. I'll try to find select pieces of these journals of heartbreak and read them aloud. So what else has been happening? Look, I've been going to uh, Tarantino's theater, not at his house, but the New Beverly. I went with Kit and saw The In-Laws the other night, a movie I've seen so much. But I, it's, it's sort of sad and interesting that these prints, because he's using, these are 35 millimeter prints. And if that was the best print he could find in the in-laws, all that stuff is going away, man. It's literally fading away. And the experience of seeing film on film is kind of spectacular. And I was in a full room, a full theater of people, many who have not seen the in-laws, because they asked, a guy who was curating asked, and to, to see people laugh at that movie for the first time was just beautiful. And me, having seen it a dozen times at least, laughing my balls off. I'm sorry. Laughing my ass off. That doesn't matter. Laughing. like And just like all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm able to laugh a little more. What a relief. I don't know what was stopping it. But I'm laughing a, a lot. And, and we had a nice time. And then two days later, we go to see The Godfather 2, which Kit had never seen. And I've seen that a dozen, 20 times, but on film, that was a better print. Wow. What a fucking treat to be in a movie theater with people, time traveling, watching the Godfather two couple things though. How did he not know that Fanucci was the boss of the block? Doesn't matter. Look, movies are movies. Listen, Steven Yoon is here. And, uh, I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you. This series is great. He's great in it as is Ali, as is everyone involved. It's called beef. Uh, and all the episodes are streaming on Netflix now. This is me and uh, Stephen Yoon hanging out. You've been like playing all your life? I'm uh, self-taught since like sixth grade. And so like, you know, you learn by like memorizing licks or uh, yeah, just like, yeah copying songs you like yeah but like who, are, who, I, I do, you, know who do you like to play oh man i uh i'm a suburb emo 90s alt rock kid so oh, like, okay. i was like listening so the hits. to like nirvana yeah <laughs> yeah exactly like nirvana well we all like have Incubus our or like right you know what i mean like, we all have our version of like towny rock yeah oh and then i, I mean, go deeper though i go i go into christian rock too oh really 
because I grew up in the church. <laughs> so it's like. Oh, so that's how you did it for beef for, for the show? Oh, you watched it? I did, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Did you watch all of it? <laughs> I did. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, uh, dude! That went. That was like so the that was trickiest like, thing to do. That was like uh, something familiar <laughs> to you. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like the craziest kind of familiar because you have to approach it with like self-aware honesty. The, the the in particular the sort of Korean uh, Christian uh, yeah. youth church. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, you have to be earnest about it. You do. Whereas, like, I feel like if you are not, you render it in judgment good or bad which i think is just off you know if you don't sort of commit to the honesty of it it can be read uh differently either like you're condescending or you're mocking or whatever or even uplifting it in a way that i'm not even intending to yeah it's kind of just like oh right so uh, you so there's the there's also the issue of like uh, you're selling it yeah and i don't want to do either i just want to be like (laughs) humans exist here as well you know (laughs) but but wait you grew up with that Oh yeah, deep, deep. Oh really? Yeah. Deep. But so where do you, where where'd you grow up? I grew up in. Um, so I was born in Korea, and then we moved. Oh wow. Yeah. So your parents are. In, you're not. You're first generation. I'm first generation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, what we would say when we first came over here was I was called a one point fiver. Yeah. Where I was like five when I came four when I came over. Yeah. And so we moved to Canada first for about a year, and then moved to Michigan. And I so grew did up that? And moved to Michigan, mm-hmm. and you grew up in Michigan. But did you get? Did you get citizenship in Canada, or how did it work? So my dad was actually chilling in Korea. He was like an architect. Yeah. He had a house in Seoul before the '88 Olympics. Like there was no need for us to leave. Yeah. But my theory is, is that he's the second-born son of five sons. Yeah. Which is probably the most unseen son. Yeah. Really? In the <laughs> you, family? You know what I mean? Like the firstborn gets all like the spoils. Right. And the second one just yeah. kind of gets, has yeah, to do and, all the things and, that an older brother has to do. But and then like, they regroup uh, and do another one with yeah, a little more focus or? Uh, what do you mean? Like there's five of them? There's five of them. And he's a second. So he's there's a second. three oh, yeah, more after? Three more after. And he, and he like really like took care of his younger brothers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so like. I've asked him this, and he won't he won't corroborate, but he'll like silently nod his head to be like maybe. Um, I was like, oh, you left because like you wanted to like desperately like claim your stake and like be seen. You wanted to like be noticed for yeah. your for what you've done. Yeah. And so, but was like, he a successful yeah. architect? Yeah, he was working at a firm. Like he was doing it. He was like on the trajectory. All of his friends were like, why are you leaving? Huh? You own a home in Seoul. Yeah. Before the 88 Olympics, if we stayed on that property, and my mom was like, don't sell it. Let's wait till the, after the Olympics. Yeah. But during the Olympics was when a lot of like, you know, student protests and uh-huh. like, uh, a lot of social unrest and upheaval was happening. And, um, and so like things felt very, I guess maybe for, for his eyes, untenable. Yeah. And so we left, but like, if he would have just stayed, we probably could have sold that house for like millions of dollars i just i have no how why would i have any sense you know i just don't know (laughs) what it would be like to live in south korea yeah i mean to me it's just sort of like i'm nervous enough here (laughs) but just to be living south korea is great right now and it's been for a long time but but what about the the fucking weirdo up in north korea you just, that's yeah. just something you deal with or, 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 or adapt to or don't I think, think about? So. I think so. I mean, I wouldn't particularly know like the deep, deep, yeah. but like I remember visiting the year that Kim Jong-il died. Yeah. The and, old man. Yeah. And I was like in Korea and I was yeah. like, oh shit, like, do we need to like 
batting down the hatches right. or something like right. what's going on and yeah. people were just like no like it's just like it's just <laughs> it's not, there it, it, they're, they're gonna do their there. thing yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like a threat you understand uh-huh you know what I mean? right yeah. yeah it's like shark infested waters like, but you visit there often um, I used to go pretty often. I, I hope to go more often. Because you have um, family there still? I have family there, and, like, I was working there a lot. Like, not a lot. Two movies I did. Oh, there. in the film? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, two yeah. Korean movies? Yeah, yeah. No, and your, is your grandparents there or anybody left? No, my grandparents are all passed away. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of aunts and uncles and a lot Wild. of cousins. Yeah, I got, like, 40 cousins, man. Really? <laughs> so, okay, so they come to Canada, but does he, did he, you know, I know... Did he stay an architect? No. I mean, I remember growing up him having a drafting board and like, you know. Yeah. It was fun like stealing his like, you know, those things where you can like rub out a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah, the yeah. Thing. Those, uh, <laughs> yeah, those yeah. rubber eraser things. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I would just like mess with those. Yeah. But like beyond that, he never touched it. Instead, he started a uh, beauty supply and which is common for like, it was like for Koreans in that area. It was yeah. Like, laundromat or beauty supply or how does that why does that happen do you have any idea just in the same way that all networks happen uh, you know like there's like a yeah there's like a cultural network that exists uh-huh. and then when you immigrate you kind of like get access to that network but, but why those two businesses I have no clue. <laughs> like that's what they found you know like I have no clue but. it's so it always strikes me as odd because I remember I had a a landlord in New York who was Dominican. He was a dentist, but he couldn't be a dentist here unless he yeah. went to school again. Yeah. So yeah. he just was doing other shit. Yeah. But it's just odd to me. Like that. There's a guy who's a comic from Egypt. He used to be a heart surgeon. Yeah, yeah. You I know that to, guy? Yeah, I, I don't forget know his him. name. And now he's just like here, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, you get you're you're a heart getting, surgeon. You're getting to. You're getting to, which is a deeper conversation. Yeah. In my opinion, you're getting to the way that society renders people mm. you know like yeah. um maybe the things that we've been talking about like on the surface for the last decade plus which yeah. is like and and forever which is why like why does this place move me in unconscious ways as an outsider that i can't explain to an insider you mean america america or uh, any, any any place any like, place I'm sure, I'm immigrate sure, to yeah that you immigrate yeah. to it's like why am i being pushed and shoved and like positioned and, mm. and locked in yeah. a specific place that i can only operate that is like so unconscious to me yeah in ways like yeah. you're not you're like i was a heart surgeon and you can like protest and proselytize that however much you want but they're like nah but you can only drive this you can mm. drive a cab and yeah. it's like why? oh i see what you're saying you know what i mean like, yeah i just I, that i that you you either have to do what's necessary to uh, uh, be credentialed in the place you go to, or mm-hmm. or just do another job. Yeah, and 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 usually, if you have to let go of your credentials, which like a lot of those things don't transfer over, right? Um, you get reset into just like the matrix, and yeah. you're like, you look like that, you go over there, <laughs> and like, yeah, or or you. But it seems like not unlike you, you know the character <clears throat> that you play in the in the in the show that there's this the if you have it within you to to have an entrepreneurial mm. spirit about it Mm-mm-mm. that just to survive that mm. you know we make a business mm. that and a lot of, it seems to, that culturally sometimes it doesn't matter what the business is as long as it's successful 
Is it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, it's about figuring out totally how to make that business totally and 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 provide for your family totally, totally. And and you know, you can get deeper into it. Is like who's allowed under the cloak of light or darkness to make a business without getting fucked with? Yeah, you know, that's not available to everybody. Well, then then it seems that that community element comes in. Yeah. Absolutely. That you know, yeah. when you come in as an immigrant yeah. and you meet the 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 the, yeah. the, uh, the tribal elders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which uh, case in point, Korean church. We're back to that. Yeah, like, that's what Korean church uh, is. Uh, yeah, I, it know? seems like that. It works that way for very for a lot of specific uh, religious groups. Yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on how insulated, you know, like the Orthodox, the ultra Orthodox. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're, they, they, I live here in Armenia mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, there's, they have their own things. Oh man. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, oh, I like Armenians. I understand. Like yeah. as a Korean person, I'm like, I get Armenians. Yeah. Like that's a deep, deep cut. In so me. when did you get here? How old were you? Um, to LA? No, to, uh, to America. Michigan. So I was four. Uh, and then I grew up in Michigan until I moved to Chicago after college. But what part then, of Michigan was a big Korean community? Um, big enough. It he was, didn't want to go to New York or, or, you know. I don't even know how to get to New York, man. Like, I, well, I, I saw, mean, your dad, I mean, like, it's just like, I don't, I guess there's Korean communities everywhere. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. big, uh, immigrate, uh, here, a lot of immigrants yeah. here. Here's what I'll say. Like in hindsight, yeah. um, I remember when I was in, in high school and mm. like middle school, I would meet New York Koreans and I would meet like LA Koreans <laughs> yeah. and they were like super scary to me. Really? <laughs> Because they were, like, freer in a way that I couldn't understand. Like, they're, you know, like, not only were they, like, seemingly more imposing in just their style and yeah. their stature. Yeah. Um, but they were just, like, living as if, like, they were just living a little bit more free. Like, L.A. Asians could, you know, you can have a community that looks so much like the place that you know feels inside you, you feel like an insider yeah whereas for me i was like a perpetual outsider in michigan in michigan like i could feel it in my church yeah which is like 400 people deep at most yeah but then the minute you step outside like you just shrink to the matrix of the thing really right and yeah. like it wasn't even per se that i was being pushed down yeah it was more like you know, my parents, as non-English speaking uh, immigrants, like they were my model on how to navigate reality. Yeah, and they weren't going out, shaking hands, hanging out, going to parties. Like, right, they, they were just, just putting their head down, quiet, doing work, and, and, and like, staying within, like, but yeah, uh, staying but, within their boundaries and the yeah. community and the community. Yes, so everybody socialized with the same people, yeah, and you yeah. didn't. Well, yeah. that's well. The thing about New York is like Koreans are pretty well integrated same with yeah. here you yeah. know like yeah. you know it's that, forced it's 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 a, it's a different type of integration but they yeah. well not unlike what whatever beauty supply and and cleaning or whatever i mean the bodegas were almost all korean yeah yeah totally yeah totally, yeah and you just pick up weird sort of like uh the the thing that always fascinated me about the Korean business model with the bodegas is that they'd have people sitting out front like trimming grapes like to make the fruit salad like <laughs> nothing goes to waste yeah. you'd buy these fruit salads and the grapes would have little shaved parts of it because yeah. they'd, they'd literally take the brown spots it's margins off the, dude margins d- totally <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I got to remember that. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, because yeah. like I'm very, I'm thrifty. I hate throwing away food. Yeah. But yeah. anytime stuff starts to go bad, I always think of the Korean bodegas where they're just out in front. That's just tr- post war. That's post war margins. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. nothing's going to waste. We're throwing yeah. it all. I just read about this. Did you hear yeah. about this thing in medieval times called the perpetual stew? Oh my God! I don't. I don't know. But I want the recipe. What does it's, that mean? What? Basically, you can have it running at like 167 degrees yeah. for years, and you just keep throwing new shit in there oh as God. you get it. And that's then you from just the medieval from, time. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's gnarly. Like a like several year long stew that's just on a consistent boil. It's kind of. Is that good? <laughs> I don't know. It might be delicious. Like <laughs> it sounds like diarrhea, but also yeah. could be like delicious. Um, so when you're growing up, the church was the backbone of the whole thing. Um, yeah, that was my lifeline, to be quite honest. That was that was the place in which I could probably feel my most authentic self. Yeah? Yeah. Because, like, look, man, I mean, I've seen you in a lot of things. Oh, thanks. And, and you're always good, but this beef thing seems to be the deep work, man. <laughs> I mean, I know it is what it is, but it's yeah. pretty great. But oh, Allie— thanks. You and Allie are just acting the fuck out of the thing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Do, but, I mean, you must have felt that. Um, I mean, it seems like it, it was uh, emotionally kind of close to the bone somehow. Yeah, I wouldn't say like it was. I agree. I agree that it would be closer to something that maybe I haven't shown before. Yeah. Um, but it was never because I didn't want to show it. It right. was almost because, like, I just never got the opportunity to live from that gaze. Well, yeah, like, but that's what I mean. I mean, it just yeah. seems like this is, you know, you're you're full in to this thing. Y- yeah, there's, there's, like, real things I can pull from right. here. How did this come about? Were you part of the creation of it? Um, I was, yes, I was. So, Sonny, um, Lee Sung-jin, the creator, he hit, we've been friends for a minute, and yeah. he hit me up, and, um, uh, we just chatted and he was just like, Hey, I have this idea for a road racing. I was like, I want to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. And we talked about it for like hours that first time he called me. And had I, he talked to Allie? He hadn't talked to Allie uh-huh. by then. And so just you. Yeah. And we were like kind of cooking it up for a year plus and uh we threw around names like maybe we could ask Stanley Tucci to be in it. And yeah. we could just be like me against Stanley Tucci. And I was like, that'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, love Stanley Tucci. Yeah. And then um, I think he spoke with Allie and then brought in Allie. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that could be crazy. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah. And and it turned out to be crazy. Crazy. Yeah. 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 She's so good. I mean, She's I know so her. Yeah. And, uh, but I've, I have not seen her act this well either. Right? She, you've got a deeper <clears throat> resume than her, but I've seen her in a few things and she can act. But this thing, like, it seemed that... It, it so much of it character-wise speaks directly to the immigrant experience mm. and to a cultural experience mm, that's mm. specifically Asian mm. that, you know, it just adds a whole other depth to it. Yeah. We're, well, we're touching to, like, I know it's interesting because, like, I don't know how much I, uh, like, I know we throw around this idea of, like, specificity as universality. Yeah. and I And I think that's true. Like, I think, like, chemistry-wise, like, that is correct. But I've always had this, like, difficulty with this, with, like, who's asking? Yeah. Like, who's asking for that? Yeah. And it changes the intent and and the execution based on who's asking for that. Yeah. And that sounds usually like, like the majority asking for, like, give me more specific so I can relate to you, yeah. which I think is a, 
honest and correct expression yeah. like, to say that. But like sometimes how that's processed and put out is like, let me go more detailed into culture. Yeah. When really what we're doing is just doing a lot of the cultural work of like the production design, the authenticity of a reality. Yeah. Like we're just cooking that into the back, into the, into the bones of the thing yeah. and then just being humans on top of it. Yeah. Like the relational aspect is that like we've passed specificity and we've just gone to this is the, our life. The human. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like that phrase is like, again, like I'm not trying to shit on that phrase. It's just like whenever I've heard it, I'm like. Specificity? Yeah. It, yeah. it feels like tell me more. And it's like, oh, like it, we, it, it, it's asking us to tell yeah. when we actually shouldn't tell at all. No, it, uh, you, you know so, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is that if you set the the reality of the thing correctly, yeah, you won't uh, have to do. You, you don't gotta, have to do anything. Yeah, you just got to live in it. Yeah. You know, and, you and, don't you don't risk becoming, you know, stereotyping yourself for for the gaze of the other. Exactly. Right. But, but if it's a mandate coming down to be like, be more specific, oh, right, right. you're gonna kind of like be like, okay, so like get deeper into my kimchi stew, yeah. like, and it's like, no, 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 <laughs> like forget about it. Yeah. Like. Put it there yeah. and leave it on the table sure. in the back of the scene yeah. and forget about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Well, I think that's happening more. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I can't remember what I was, what other thing I was watching. You know, I it, I guess what I'm experiencing, but I'm uh, obviously a white guy, is that there is an integration culturally happening. Mm -hmm. and, and that there mm -hmm. is sort of, uh, you know, people seeing past yeah. uh, color lines and, and ethnic lines and just a general sense of acceptance. Totally. The gaze itself is expanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reality itself right. is expanding, which, which is, is like so exciting. Yeah, it's Super great. Exciting. I, yeah. I just hope it's expanding in reality and not just, you know, fiction. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what gets difficult that yeah. I that I wonder about? is like as reality expands yeah. and like these and and we get to moving past cultural touchstones yeah. and items uh. for authenticity what happens to like the capitalism around those things like what happens to the people that sell those things yeah and that's in what sense like you can't like if it, you know if kind of you built something on selling culture yeah um as we get past it and move deeper into a human understanding and relatability between yeah. each other as sure. re reality expands like, yeah everyone's going to be able to sell that good yeah and that's going to be a thing that we're going to have to deal with like, oh, I, don't right. know, I don't know how that's you're gonna saying go. that, that the the gatekeeping the, is going to it becomes to, more like, competitive that and like and like and like you know we'll be able to all kind of like touch each other's culture in a yeah. real way like that'd be nice yeah like we're, we're, we're using like honor each other's culture right and it's not you know what i mean but usually like, you can just do it through food you know but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, i think i'm gonna try this well yeah. they wouldn't you know people people sometimes don't love other people <laughs> cooking their food yeah. you know and 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 selling off of yeah that. and i understand that yeah. concept but yeah i don't know where we're i mean maybe we're headed in a place where like it'll just be you know, like everybody's just dabbling in all the things. Maybe we'll be, we're maybe, kind of, we're getting there. Maybe we're entering into like the best fusion era of all time. Like people just I hope put so. throwing I mean, everything. That, that's sort of the progressive idea, <laughs> yeah, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see if it we'll happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, but in terms of the the Christianity aspect, mm. I mean, so you say when you're a kid, it sort of insulated you. I mean, when do you start to kind of you know realize there's a bigger world out there? I mean, were you playing in the Christian band? Oh yeah, I was leading it. <laughs> <laughs> the rock band. 
it was it wasn't a rock band. Yeah. It was a it was a it was a weekly praise band. Yeah. That, you know, was just our way to like be musical in it, you know, lead worship. Yeah. I took it very seriously when I was younger. And, you know, I still did it into my 20s. I yeah. wasn't not, there's no shame in it for me. Um, uh, you bringing your kids up in it? We're not, we don't go to church. No. Um, but, you know, for me, like, I, I still lean into a very spiritual reality. Yeah. I, I I don't know if I root myself in, like, dogmatic religion sure, itself. Sure, sure. It's yeah. more just like, I kind of saw what it was trying to say. Yeah. And I'm kind of living in that space. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, without the community. But I do, but you know what? Nothing beats, and we're all looking for it, yeah. community. Yeah. You know, what, like, unfortunately, sometimes community creates, like, mm. perhaps toxic spaces. Mm -hmm. But, man, it's nice to be around people. I think so. Yeah. I mean, especially in this, it's very isolating time right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, totally. But, uh, so what, what kind of gets you out into the world? I mean, what was the plan? You know, that, I, I have to assume it wasn't acting. Um, what do you mean? When I graduated college? Yeah, when you were, where'd you go to college for? I went to Kalamazoo College. And, in Michigan. In Michigan. Yeah. Uh, and I majored in psychology. Um, and I did acting while I was there. I was in the improv group. Um, I oh, did yeah. a couple plays. Yeah. I really did graduate to be an actor. Did your parents know that? <laughs> yeah. 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 They gave me a couple years. They were yeah. like, you can have like two, three years. To what try was the, it. what was the other path? Doctor, of course. Oh. Yeah. It didn't even, it, it wasn't even that like, those were the only paths. Yeah. It was the only paths that anyone could potentially see. Yeah. I think that's the thing that's like. You know, out of what they were experiencing. Like, yeah, like that, totally. that, you know, you're, you're the next generation. Yeah. They don't even know. know other ways to make money beyond like doctor, lawyer, dentist businessman who your parents generation yeah oh yeah. well businessman's in there yeah but yeah. How, what other ways are there to general i mean uh, no one believes that anyone can make money acting exactly I mean, <laughs> exactly yeah, i mean yeah. not or even like playing when, music or yeah. like yeah none of that i mean yeah. you know that getting in but somehow you we delude ourselves 100 percent. 100 but yeah. no one no no one of that generation or anyone with any sense is yeah. like oh you want to make a good living <laughs> yeah, yeah play music yeah, yeah, yeah totally <laughs> but i think like at least if you're like like a like like the white kid who's like growing up with like you know somewhat like more open parents like they definitely know that that's yeah. not the path but there's like visual there you can be like that's a path whereas right, or, for me I was like that's not even a path like yeah. it's just sh sh like it's just dense forest you knew that yeah, I had, I, had, I had no, but but coming out of college, John Cho had just kind of really broken through in a way where I was like, oh, he's on a sitcom. Mm. Uh, he had just done his American Pie stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, like, there's somebody doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, making money. Yeah, like like being in there. Yeah. And I was like, I can relate to that. And so that, that was, you know, shout out to John Cho, like really held it down amongst a lot of other, you know, great people but for me it was like seeing john cho i was like oh shit i could do that like maybe i could do that now when you were growing up were you like how were you listening to korean music what were your parents doing at home dude we were not listening to anything <laughs> it was a silent ass house latchkey style i didn't even have uh, like i was listening to in high school like 
I'd get like a Bare Naked Ladies album or like a Beastie Boys album yeah. and just like listen to it on repeat on my Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. just like sometimes sitting in the back of my parents' store, just like laying on the ground, just like vegging out. On a cassette Walkman kind of? Walkman or yeah. like a CD. Yeah. And, um, uh, but I was really, you know, when and I was And they young, spoke Korean at home? Spoke Korean at home. Um, yeah, just like, we, we, wow. you know, in the in the car, there was no music playing. <laughs> we were just dead silent. <laughs> and yeah. what, it was your was there anyone kind of uh, your parents were they were they funny or animated or yeah they're oh, hilarious. Okay. My dad's really funny. Oh good. Um, yeah, they weren't they weren't cold <laughs> right. like unavailable yeah. maybe emotionally unavailable yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah of that whole generation yeah yeah but like that's a product of war I feel like <laughs> yeah yeah you know what I mean? yeah. like, like how so what like which war are we talking about well Korean War yeah yeah for them. so the fifties yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And, yeah, it's gnarly for them. Yeah. And so, you know, they just didn't have... They grew up in that. Yeah, they grew up in that. They grew up with with even more emotionally unavailable parents. And But it seems like for, you know, from the <clears throat> stories I've heard of people uh, who have, you know, immigrant parents that, you know, it could have been a lot worse in that, you know, it doesn't sound like they were strict or, you know, willing to, uh, you know, cut you off. Oh, or, my parents were great. Yeah. Comparatively, like <laughs> I had my friends who were like locked into yeah. their path. Yeah, they were like, "You're gonna do this." Did it work out for many of them? No, they're miserable. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad, <laughs> truly. Like yeah. I, I know, I know this one story that was lore in my, in another church, yeah. Korean church in my area, yeah. where this guy. His dad was so hellbent on him becoming a dentist yeah. that he went and got his dental degree, yeah. became a dentist, yeah. and then slapped the degree on his dad's desk and then left the family. <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. was that? Yeah. That was a myth, a myth you heard. That was a myth, but I'm pretty sure it's true. Why, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, yeah. He was just like, there you go. I gave the thing you wanted. Bye. And he just bounced. <laughs> wow. I was like, damn, that's kind of... <laughs> So sad, but like also incredible. Yeah. <laughs> how does how do we make our own way in light of yeah, that yeah. kind of pressure? Yeah. Because like in the show in Beef, yeah. I mean, those are those kind of parents. Totally. The the sort of you know you know passive aggressive diminishing, mm. Uh, mm. you know, with high expectations mm. that you probably could never meet. Mm. Mm. You know mm. that never. that show is uh the I don't. It's quite an ending, and I don't. Uh, it's pretty relentless. <laughs> Thanks. I, I take that as a compliment. No, it yeah, is. Awesome. I, I I like the whole thing. You know, I really I thought it was cast well and put together well, and uh, you know the I like all the characters are great and the, awesome. And you you know I just like when everyone's sort of shifting and changing. And, yeah. And, uh, all characters are growing one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the sort yeah. of menace of the the hilarious cousin character, what's his name? The oh Isaac. Yeah, Isaac, yeah, yeah. Dave's the... so great in it. Yeah, Dave Cho's so great in it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a crazy character. Everyone's a, it's kind of a crazy character. Yeah, because you you know there's a niceness to it that it, to him totally. And then, it's, but there's definitely a line. <laughs> <laughs> it, it we yeah we had a lot of fun. How much of that was written up front? All of it. Okay. Yeah, that's all Sonny. Now what do we got? What? Do, but I, so he had the whole series when you guys started shooting. Yeah, all ten were written. He was he was still eking out the last couple. Uh huh. But he had the whole roadmap. Uh -huh. It was pretty incredible. Does he have a roadmap for the second season? Um, we don't even know if we're gonna do second season. 
That's crazy. And you end like that. So you, that's a fucked up thing about Netflix is that you got to kind of end in a way that maybe we'll do another one or this could be it. I don't know. Uh, we, we, I mean, we, we, we really did want to close the loop in season one in a real way. That was us consciously. That wasn't like a Netflix. Oh, mandate. because it's weird. Cause like I felt it as a closed loop, but in my brain, for some reason, I just assumed like, ah, now we got to wait a year, you know, for whatever. <laughs> you the like, that means gonna... you like the characters. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb. So, you know, awesome. so we got to wait a year for, for whatever's going to happen with these fucking weirdos. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But there is something I guess sweet about the ending. Yeah. 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 That, like, uh, you know, that's the thing we talked about. Like, I mean, I don't, uh, no spoilers, but no. like, um, you know, yeah, they the, sent me a letter. I, th- I had to sign something. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, like they're going to shoot me if they did. <laughs> but if you do it, it's not on me. <laughs> I'm not spoiling none of it. Just, you know, um, Spider Man meme. That's the thing we talked about. Mm. Spider Man's pointing at each other, you know? What <laughs> like, does that mean? Just, you know, we're all looking for someone to blame. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're all looking for someone to blame. Yeah, I and that's true. And and the depth of the resentment is what defines your life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that type of envy, mm. you know, that type of envy that like disguises itself as like I'm being wronged here when really maybe it's like I actually wish I was doing that that you have. Right, but but also where does that come from? And when you have parents that you can never live up to their expectations or make them happy or proud of you, I think there's that. I also think it's just like capitalism. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, <laughs> like this is not even unique to I know, our experience. I get it. I get it's it. Just all of us. Are it in never. It. it never fucking ends. Yeah, and it all doesn't... of us. All of us are living in constant comparison. Like this is it's not fucking even ridiculous to but, any space. Yeah, like... but that's an exploited thing. I mean, I get it. It's one of the seven deadly sins, and I understand that you know envy is something we uh, you know yeah, humans yeah. have to reckon with. Yeah. But but it is a choice after a certain point. Totally. You know, you you have to judge yourself against others, but then at some point you got to go like, but I'm doing all right. Yeah. I mean, what is it that I need? Well, always I've always you know you hear this a lot, but like it's last boss is yourself. <sighs> yeah, I never. I don't know if I've ever heard that. You never heard that? The last boss is yourself. Yeah, I like that. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I heard it somewhere. <laughs> what is that other thing that like stood out to me in the show where you where you say where you talk about Western therapy? Oh, Eastern Western therapy doesn't work on Eastern minds. <laughs> that might be true. I don't know if that's true, but that might be true. But I don't have a. What's funny is like I kind of have an Eastern mind, but I'm pretty sure I have like a very Western mind. Yeah. So therapy works on me. Yeah. Therapy is very helpful for, helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 well, I like the sentiment of that, the idea of that, but it, it's a stubbornness. It's, 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 <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's a weird pride. You know, you, anybody who has issues Dan, is going to make excuses, and it goes back to that blaming thing. again. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, it's not me. It's yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, the, but, but all the characters grow and change. I mean, that that is cool. the, the thing. Yeah, you know that scene where you know <clears throat> your brother jumps the wall. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, because he, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! And Santino's such a dick. He's so he's like a dick in real life and a dick on and as an actor. And I say that with love. Yeah, love Santino. He's so great. <laughs> he's he's very great at playing a dick. Oh man, he is he is really such a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. very nice guy. But uh, so you you finish college. Yeah, and you're going to be an actor with your psychology degree. Yeah. What was the other? Do you minor in something, or is it just like? Uh, I I minored in. In uh, well, I tried to minor in neuro in uh, neuroscience, and I got pretty far, but like yeah. they they needed more credits than I yeah. was able to give. I don't even know what that. Entails. It was it, I, it was for me just like trying to 
look smart. No, it wasn't. What it, what does neuroscience cover? What, I mean, what do you like? What's a neuroscience problem? Just like it was all of it, like mm. logic and reasoning. Oh, uh, it would get down to like literal like brain functions and like, oh yeah yeah like all that all that stuff. I was just you know I yeah I I, I learned that college is for learning how to learn. Yeah yeah, and taking it and and also just sort of like getting your bearings yeah, yeah, yeah and like being around your new friends right so when you were acting in college what were you doing i was doing improv with the group called monkapult 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 at kalamazoo at kalamazoo college and that was an asian improv group no oh regular like, yeah there was yeah. i was like one of like six asian i guess regular is kind of the wrong way to say oh, it just a, an yeah, improv it's group. fuck that's fucked up Mark. that's <laughs> fucked up Mark. i protest <laughs> right. yeah yeah you um, mean like just a normal bunch of people <laughs> yeah you mean like real people <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, it was the school's improv group. Yeah, um, we our school was like fifteen hundred max. Oh, so the it whole was, everyone was knew very you. Small, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very small school. And what were you just doing improv games and writing sketches? And we we're doing improv, doing shows on like biweekly basis, and then I was doing some plays, taking yeah. some classes. You took some acting classes. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it was it was resonating with you. It was like that was the thing. I think I think the whole idea of going and like experiencing another self which is college but it's it's every couple years yeah right every four years you're like oh yeah like i can change this up or like you might not even do it on purpose yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) you're just like this one's not working out a hundred percent i'm gonna gonna wear this shirt for three months yeah totally totally. yeah That, that that's that i think was like the thing i became maybe not aware of but i was like oh this is interesting like yeah you just keep keep changing. Right. And that was fascinating to me. And then the acting thing you could change on purpose and also sort of like uh you know, I, I imagine that when if you really submerge into it, you can kind of give yourself a break from yourself. Oh yeah. Or the self that you told your right, exactly the self that you tell yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yourself. yeah. So through that did you find a, a, a stronger sense of yourself? Uh in general? Yeah, I think I think through acting and continually through yeah. acting, I have learned that the way in which my brain tries to define me yeah. is sometimes, if not most of the time, not actually who I am. Yeah, I, man, I can't. I, I deal with that shit all the time. Yeah, I mean, you're talking. I'm not good at it. No, but some people <laughs> don't deal with this shit at all, and we're walking around going, no, I don't know, man. They're, fucking, they're fucking liars, man. Well, they don't deal with it in the same way. It's not conscious. They may be unhappy, yeah, or they may right, know right. that they're not I see what you're saying. doing what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, they, yeah. you know, they'll make, you know, they'll justify it, sure, or, or, sure. or just sort of suck it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you're a creative person, you can, <clears> like, just, like, fucking, you know, think about it all day long. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. Am I being really me? You're like, I don't like, know if I'm really me. <laughs> you're, like, watching yourself watch yourself it's is the worst thing. Yeah. dude i think there's just <laughs> <laughs> i think but i've i've grown to believe that you know there are layers to everybody and mm-hmm. it really becomes a, a matter of trust and boundaries 100 and yeah. and and you know if you decide you, you do have to make decisions depending on what kind of person you are how mm-hmm. stable you are whether or not you're going to let other people in totally, and then yeah. you know then you really have to kind of, you know, kind of vet those people pretty well mm. after certain experiences. Like, no more crazy people. Right. I don't want any more crazy people in me. So, yeah. you know, it, it becomes, you yourself is pretty expansive is what I'm saying. Absolutely. If not like 
limitless maybe i don't know well perhaps well i mean you definitely explored all these ideas in the last episode (laughs) (laughs) we went there you definitely did that was crazy (laughs) crazy so where do you go after college chicago right i go to chicago i cut my teeth at second city you do i O. yeah so so you're pretty funny i'm i'm all right Because I mean, generally you're pretty serious. I see. I know you have comic timing, oh, but thanks. like, but a lot of the uh, roles that I've seen, they're pretty. Yeah. You know, they're not. I you wouldn't know, say they're comedic roles. No, they were not. Yeah. I, you know, I was never the guy in an improv group that was like the witty one or like the really funny one that yeah. could just like hit bangers like every two seconds. Who are you working with though? Anybody we know in your crew at Second City? Oh man, you know the first class I ever took was with Lamorne Morris. Yeah. Uh, and he was great. He was already off to the races. He was yeah. like, I'm moving to LA. I was like, see you later. I yeah. was like, I just got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, you know, I played a lot with, uh, I got to do touring company. I you did? Yeah. So you did the whole thing. I did the whole thing. Yeah. And like, you know, around that time was like- For, for IO? For, for Second, City. Second City. Okay. Around that time, it was like Vanessa Bayer, oh, yeah. Tim Baltz, yeah. um, Tim Robinson, Sam Richardson, Seth Whiteford. Tim Robinson. Yeah. God damn it. That guy. So fucking funny. He is, man. Yeah. He's Won't great. come on the show. Can't get him on. I've talked to everybody he knows. Yeah. Won't come on. I've talked to him. That's that's the real that's the realest deal right there. <laughs> that Tim guy? Robinson. Love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. Yeah. yeah. He was on a road tour. He was on a touring crew? He was. I, I think he might have jumped pretty quickly to main stage. Yeah. Um, I oh, so the touring thing is something you do before main stage? Yeah, 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 yeah. I went on a boat. I was oh. on a boat. I think I talked minute. to someone else who went on a boat. I've talked yeah. to many people who have done different versions of these things. Yeah. I, I think it could be a really good life if you're into it. I think for me, I, it just was not for me. You were on a Second City cruise. show on a cruise? cruise? Yeah, for two months. Two months? Yeah. Same people? Same people. On the boat? N- different boats? Different boat. Different people every week, but oh. same crew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it just, it was grading for me at a point where I was like, oh, like I want to try to switch up the jokes, but like I can't because it's a whole new batch of people that will like, and you're just kind of running out of stuff because all the So you're not really improvising is what you're saying. It turned into that a little bit. Like the suggestions became literally like, because you're hitting the same course. Yeah. Like you're doing like the Eastern Seaboard, seaboard, like, like, like like the kind of like the older run of like older people. Yeah. And you're just gonna get the same, like you know, yeah. same jokes. Yeah. Like, dick so jokes why not? Like, why not just get through it? Yeah. Why what not just going? do it? Like you're on vacation, essentially. <laughs> on a, you're on a cruise ship. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Why not? No one's gonna judge you for yeah, no, not doing the real thing. And you're slaying. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're crushing. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No one has to know that no, we're no one knows. We're repeating just the, the five of us. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep the secret. Yeah. We repeated ourselves over and over again. <laughs> truly. Truly. <laughs> So you get off the boat. When do you start like realizing you're going to go serious? How does that happen? Do you, do you take any acting classes during this time? Um, no, I did not. I did you break? Did you branch away from or get away from Second City and do other stage work? I under I understudied at Steppenwolf for a run. Uh, really? Yeah, for the show for this um, play Kafka on the Shore, which mm. is a Murakami play that went up. Um, of Stefan will folks mean business. Yeah, it was really cool to like be in that. Yeah. Like watching Fran Guinan. That guy was incredible. Just, yeah. Like, I don't know that guy. Crushing. Great. Yeah, he's one of the company members. He's just so awesome to watch. I know Tracy Letts. Yeah. And Tracy Letts, uh, so Michael great. Shannon, those guys. Yeah. And, oh, those know. guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know them personally. Those I've dudes. talked to them, but those are yeah, you know, that generation. Then there's the older generation of Steppenwolf people. Yeah. 
It's yeah, they're incredible, intense, man. Incredible, incredible. Lori Metcalf. Yeah. Oh Whoa. my God, Lori Metcalf. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. So you understudied, but did you get on, or you didn't? Never got on. Mm. Um, found out I hate understudying. Um, but all shout outs to anyone that does. Like that is, God bless you. That is a just kind of waiting age. for someone to drop. Yeah, and and also just like the fear of it, the anxiety of it, and then also like the quiet envy of it of being like I'm putting right. in work on a daily basis being on top of this with rehearsals and I might never be seen like I guess it's just a dues paying thing huh yeah it's tough it's tough it's really tough um but you know I'm sure there's some merits like some really good things to come out of it sure um, I mean it could preps your brain totally yeah and you gotta you know you, you've kind of set yourself up yeah that I imagine taking that gig it's it's you know you sort of have to uh, you want to get on stage, but you kind of you don't know what the circumstances are going to be. You also don't, yeah, exactly. You, you also don't want don't want to go on, like stage. you know, like the star, you know, has an accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now yeah, they yeah. got who's this guy? Yeah, hundred percent. Like it's like stacked against you. And yeah. so I was like, oh man. But all these things were good. Um, yeah. But I think for me, my dramatic stuff came when I came over to LA, and the choice. Uh, you know, I I auditioned for this pilot. Uh, ABC sitcom that was gonna go. Yeah, and um, I got to like the last audition. It was between me and this other guy, and I didn't get it. And then I was like super bummed. And then I got Walking Dead like two months later. So it, it's not that I like chose dramatic roles. I actually yeah. went for sitcoms, but uh, the dramatic role found me, and I was like, oh, this is actually like freer for me, because I think comedy, especially around that time, was yeah. like very rigid for someone like me yeah i could play whoever i wanted on stage i could do a steve carell bit or like a or a you know like a you know colbert role yeah like at second city on like a monday yeah. home show yeah but if you're coming out in tv like for asian dudes it was like you want to be a plucky assistant or right. like a self-aware plucky assistant and also it's very it, it's limiting in general and there's not that much good comedy yeah yeah Hundred percent. Like yeah. you, you know, you, you're, yeah. The roles are broad mm -hmm. a lot of times, and they're hard to make your own. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of times the shows are terrible, or mm -hmm. or repetitive at best. Yeah, yeah. They're they're just echoing a reality that we can see told from a point of view that is standardized. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, at least the luckiest thing I feel in the end is that like that I got to be a part of Walking Dead because... That was huge. And you were you got huge. And that was not... It was just a person role. It was not an ethnic role. Yeah. Especially yeah. because that was a role that was about a world after society had broken down. Right. Whereas perhaps if, I, if society was still alive... Yeah. I don't know if I would have been able to stretch my self yeah. that far that that show allowed me to right because you would add cultural expectations yeah <laughs> but now you're just yeah. i'm not, just like i can be whatever the fuck yeah, i want because like, i'm not a zombie that's yeah, the only context yeah, exactly i'm not a zombie 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. that's that's the basis that's yeah, yeah, yeah. the core of the character is <laughs> i'm not, I'm a, not zombie. a zombie <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was college all over again yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but that's freeing to oh, not be a oh zombie my, are you kidding me the luckiest gig of all time. because it's arguable that you know in, in terms of these standardized roles and uh stereotyping and uh uh you know perspective it, that there's a lot of zombies around Ooh. <laughs> there you go <laughs> perhaps yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a deep that's a deep one but how 
but how did that shift your life? I mean, could you handle it? Um, I bugged out for a little bit. I had a lot of like acid reflux. Um, like, what does that mean when you, you just because the because it's pretty overwhelming? It's your second gig, yeah, and and then you become sort of this star of the thing, and you're on it forever. Well, yeah, I was. I guess you could argue that I was. I was during the course of it. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like not in the back, but in the middle. Yeah. Um, there were people kind of in the front that were like objectively like the stars of our show. Sure. And I was in, I was in that group. Yeah. I I wouldn't say I wasn't, but, um, I think largely there wasn't a space for me to be caught in the industry. There wasn't like, oh, we know what to do with someone like you. Um, is that good or bad? Good in the end. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it felt frustrating at the time, but Mm. like I've been only serviced by that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I assume not unlike your experience with with Asians that gave you hope for uh, moving forward in the mm-hmm. business that you must have gotten that kind of feedback. I didn't get to really talk to much people. No, but I mean <laughs> in general now, like in, there must be people uh, who who saw your success. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and was like, okay, I hope so. You I know, so. I can do this. Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, I don't know if I explicitly heard that consistently or, yeah. or actively but more li- but like I-, I hope i did yeah. that for people like that sounds dope if i did how did it how did that end did you want out or it was it just time or it was yeah it was in, it was written in oh it was yeah you didn't know they told you I what knew. at the beginning of the season like no the comic book came out issue 100 oh. came out and glenn died and i was <laughs> oh, like no you gotta honor the comic book yeah and so I was you gotta like, call that guy what's his name robert robert kirkman <laughs> yeah, yeah what's yeah. up man i actually wrote this like <laughs> really like, you know, I, I wrote a funny but, like, very angry email in his letterhead yeah. section on his next issue. Yeah. Um, which he which he knew Published. I was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fun. I was just like. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a fan of the show. He's oh, done some artwork for me. Yeah, uh, he's you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever met him in person, but he, he was a fan of the show. And, uh, yeah, he, yeah. He's a good human. He's a kind human. Yeah, yeah. it seems like it. I think I did mm-hmm. meet him on maybe one of the talking. I, I can't. Where did it doesn't matter? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I I couldn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's a lot. There's a lot. I, a lot it, it's not really my bag, but yeah, at yeah. the time it came out, I was dating a woman who was full zombie freak, so oh, wow. you know, she would watch it. Yeah, yeah. So I I kind of was able to watch it. Interesting. It, it seemed pretty good. Yeah. When Burnthal was on there, and Burnthal yeah. was great. I mean, our whole cast was incredible. Like that first season cast into yeah. the late season cast. Everybody that kind of came onto the show, like really great people um so when did the movie role start coming uh i just i you know if i have anything i have just like the greatest luck um i'm prepared but like i i I have such great luck i got to work with director bong bong juno yeah yeah um and he just kind of had this role for me yeah and um he fought for me to be there yeah and i was so thankful for that and then um i got to work that with was the, the okja movie okja i had to work with boots riley and he had i this saw that movie yeah. I, he's a wild dude that was yeah. a good role yeah that was a wild movie it was I, I i was very lucky in that like i don't know what i did or how it happened but there were directors that were like looking to work with me yeah and i was very thankful for that yeah um, that's a weird ass movie. 
which sorry which, to bother which, you which one <laughs> all of them sorry to bother you sorry to bother you is uh, yeah. is 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 out there but it's also like it's got a lot to say yeah 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 and then when you get to the horse people you're like what the fuck is happening <laughs> i'm getting to detect a pattern for you <laughs> which is like i'm in but what the fuck is happening i don't mind it <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah sometimes i need my brain seeks explanation and yeah, sometimes yeah. you just gotta like, nah, take it for what it is yeah, man dude, it's just <laughs> it's just horses it. yeah horse what are you gonna do <laughs> and then like i mean you've done a, a, a lot of stuff what were the two what were the korean movies you did i did uh i only did one fully korean movie which was called burning with director lee chung dong and how was that experience incredible maybe like one of the best film experiences of my life and how was it like different then, like you know, I I mean, was it was it kind of exciting to? <clears throat> did you speak Korean, all Korean? Yeah, I spoke Korean the whole time. That must be wild. Yeah, it was awesome <laughs> to go. <laughs> it was, it was a uh, re-downloading. It was ah. a, it was a um, maybe a dusting off of a whole side of myself that I hadn't been able to access or was never asked to access here. Wow, so that must have helped with the integration of self. Yes, a million percent. Yeah, I came back very different after that experience. Yeah? Yeah, I came back um, a little deeper than I had remembered myself being. Mm. Um, I think I came back a little bo bit more aware of myself. And, um, you know... Um, in, in in Korean, the the word for confidence is chashingam, uh -huh. and I remember asking my friend, I was like, "What is what does confidence mean in Korean?" He's like, "Chashingam," and I was like, "No, no, no! Like, what is the word, the etymology yeah, of the word?" Right. And apparently, they don't really do that mm -hmm. in Korea. Like, if you want to get to the etymology, you used to go to the, you go to like the Chinese character, yeah, um, that it's rooted in, yeah. But when you look at chashingam, chashin means self, and yeah. kam means sense. And I was like, there you go. <laughs> I'm like, shit. Yeah. There you go. And I was kind of like feeling that. You know, I was like, oh, I'm becoming integrated with myself. Like, I'm beginning to understand. And then you get the, and then you shoot Minari, mm. which completely requires that of you. A hundred percent. I could never have shot that film. I could have never have approached that role if I didn't, hadn't done hadn't burning. done burning. Yeah. Wild. Wild. How shit works out. Oh, you want to know even more wild? What? Burning is based off of a Haruki Murakami short story called Barn Burning, which is kind of based off which is kind of based off of a William Faulkner short story called Barn Burning. Yeah. And the William Faulkner short story Barn Burning is about a father who drags his family through his pride. Yeah. Like but he's a farmhand that like sets fire to his owner's farm barn his yeah. barn because he felt jilted. Yeah. And like his son rats him out to the police because he's just like, I'm so tired of you and your pride yeah. dragging our family through all these terrible things. And that's kind of what, for me, my role in Binari was about of just like a father just trying to make it, but like being like unable to face himself. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's all, it's all looping together. Yeah. That seems to, honestly, for me, that's like a kind of a How weird, do you pronounce consistent it? thing. Minari? Minari. Yeah. Yeah. And uh wild. Yeah. I mean, so so there's a there's sort of a uh you're on a, a kind of um serendipitous mystical trajectory. 
I don't try to, I mean, yeah. I'll, you know, in, I'll bother my wife about it. Be yeah. like, isn't this weird? But like, and I said it now, but yeah. I try not to question it too much. I feel like it's going to go away. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you, you got a roll going. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you and you got nominated for an Oscar <clears throat> at the Weird Oscars. Yeah, those were cool. That those Oscars were crazy. Those it was wild, cool. man. Yeah. And yeah, I remember in, interpreting it. You know, talking to my producer about it. That it did have a vibe of sort of an industry uh, centric, uh, you know, award ceremony. Yeah, like in, in as opposed to a spectacle. Yeah, it was sort of like, well, this is the you know, this is for us. It was so chill. Yeah, yeah, it was so relaxed and like. It was a little weird on camera, the way people were sitting so far away from each other. <laughs> but aside from that, I kind of liked the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like, like oh, there's like 12 people there. Yeah, we're just <laughs> like, hey, we're just hanging out, right? Like, it's cool. Like, people are like, wait, there's no, you yeah, know, just chilling. No spectacle. Yeah. No spectacle. Wow. Uh, was that I, disappointing? No, I feel so thankful for that. Uh, yeah, okay. personally. Yeah. Yeah. And how did it feel to be the first uh, Asian to ever be nominated outside of... of I, I have to assume when that happens for any... Uh, a person from any group, there's there's a, a fairly uh, deep anger in the realization of it on some level. That, I think that's the conflicting aspect of yeah. it, right? It's just like, it's asking by all angles to be celebrated, you're right. but you're kind of like, why is this even happening? <laughs> right. And so yeah. I yeah. kind of, you know, like, I don't know if I piss people off, but like, I really try not to put too much attention on that. Like, not as even like a self- like preserving like reaction to yeah. it but more just like this is not the goal y'all like yeah. <laughs> this is just like yeah a byproduct of what is wrong expand yeah, it's, yeah we're just expanding here yeah, but like yeah. we're not i'm not trying to nobody none of us should die on this hill yeah yeah, yeah. like this is not a hill to die on right like, this is just a hole that got dug yeah and yeah. someone fell in yeah and they might not be able to get out and yeah. i refuse to jump into that hole yeah huh but it was, uh, but but even since then, I really like. It, I, I don't know. Maybe I I no longer know if I'm completely, you know, looped in to the culture. But yeah. but you know, but as I talk to people and as I see things, it, it, like we said before, it does feel like there is something, you know, flattening the playing field happening. Like that that what we're talking about uh, is happening. That people are just people. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, like you know, we'll, we can we can revert very quickly. Well, I mean, I mean, but there's yeah. a whole side of the country that you know refuses to see that, and, and, yeah. I, and I and I've talked about it on stage a little bit in terms of like we're doing a good job at being inclusive in fictional modes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know how that plays out. I think yeah, and it depends on execution, right? Like yeah. nobody likes to be talked down to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sure. I think that's some of the issue sometimes of like how the point gets missed. Oh, you mean in, in terms of how the other the the angry people react? Yeah, but I think aren't they going to think feel like they're always being condescended to just by the the existence of others? That's perhaps true, but I think like there's this thing of like there's a vibe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can detect vibe. People mm. people are aware of feeling. Like yeah. Um, there's this great Ursula K. Legine quote that, you know, Sonny and I talked about a lot when we were talking about beef, which is like, to oppose something is to maintain it. And I think about that a lot. Like, huh. You know, I, I, I don't know how true or how impossible situations can be around yeah. that to make that a very difficult phrase to like yeah. process. But yeah. like, I can understand that. Yeah. Like, you, you, and that's kind of what beef is touching too, is like, you push and like, 
you're made alive by that push mm -hmm. and the other person is made alive by that push and then they push back and then yeah. and somehow you're just like both making this thing together that maybe you're not intending to yeah. or or you yeah, are intending chaos to. that you know affects the lives of everyone yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it could go either way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um what about the humans? I, I didn't see it, but I saw the show, the the play. Oh, cool. did you? How did how did you go about? Because Karam, the Stephen Karam, the guy who wrote it, directed yeah. the movie too, yeah, right? Yeah, he did such a good job. Did you did you do the play? I did not do the play. Interesting. Yeah, the play was actually the role was for uh, an Arab actor. Mm. Yeah, but then like, what's cool about this that play that he wrote is that like it kind of keeps growing. Like you can kind of like reflect other reality like sure. other moments in reality yeah. off of it yeah and i think um steven decided to cast me in this particular role which i was like that's interesting i gotta watch it yeah please i'm curious about it and so now beef is it were you working on a movie you am got I, stuff coming out am i you looks like you got a lot of stuff coming out i'm i'm blessed right now yeah i'm i'm, I'm working um yeah. i'm trying to take as much of a break as i can i got two little kiddos oh good so yeah, know, well, I you know in terms of beef, w which we didn't you know we talked about in a, in, a, in an engaging and vague way, <laughs> the but perfect I, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean I I couldn't stop watching it. So Thanks. like you know I I did yeah. I didn't have to watch all of them. I appreciate but, it. <laughs> but Thanks, I did, Mark. Yeah. But I did because well I find that you know there is an element of <clears throat> you know what we were talking about before in in that when you create a reality that characters who are culturally different are comfortable in mm. you know i you know i get to be included in that in a way that doesn't feel uh you know like like we were talking about before like the there was none of that you know over there was nothing broad about it mm. but it was not my life yeah and uh so i was completely compelled by that aspect yeah and then the characters just kind of take it away after that once that gets laid in yeah. but it did feel like uh you know you know being part of something unique yeah to me anyway oh yeah i think i think i think we all felt that i think while we were there we we're like man i can't believe like we're getting to make this and yeah like, it's it's the same with like in, in a way like i i was you know honored to be part of uh, an episode of reservation dogs mm. last season yeah where it's just sort of like it, oh and, yeah, and uh, that like, show is great. By yeah, the because way. like yeah. it's a whole culture that you know no one knows anything about. Yep, in and the mainstream, and, and they're not like gatekeeping it. They're just like you're all allowed in. You can yeah. all watch, and it's, gonna... it's kind of messy. And <clears throat> yep. you know we've got it. There's a whole different sense of humor. There's a whole different spirituality. There's a whole different way of life that yep. we're just going to present as is. Yep, and uh, yep. you know enjoy if you want. Yep, yep, yep. You know, so a lot of that's happening, you it's know, the, and, and it's I'm the kindest way to operate. It's great. Yeah. It was a great set to be on. But anyways, I, I hope it does, you know, good. Thanks. And, uh, but, but are they open to doing another season or you guys really see this as it? Um, I mean, what, what's his name? I'm, Sonny? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're all open. I yeah. Mean, that'd be cool. But we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> but, but he's thinking about it. Um, I would be I would be lying if I said he probably hasn't thought about it. Right, but, right, right. You know, none you of just, us have yeah. really th talked about that sure. happening yet. Okay, yeah. good talking to you, man. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, all episodes of Beef are streaming on Netflix. That was an interesting talk about a lot of stuff. I enjoyed it. Hang out for a minute, people.
Folks, if you want to dip into the archives and hear my talk with Ali Wong, that's a really great conversation. It's episode 704, and it remains the only episode where lactation occurred during the interview. See, this is leaning in. Breastfeeding in an interview with Mark Marin. Jesus. But do you have an electric thing, or is it all, is this just There's the an electric is? thing, and I have a hand pump for when I'm in the car and yeah. I'm driving, and yeah. I just got a release, too. Yeah. Pump and drive? Can you pull over? They actually make it for driving, or you just use it that way? Well, I got to go some places sometimes, and I can't be late, you know? So it's <laughs> like, I got to just do this. Some, yeah. Do you want me to walk you through this? Because I can, sure. yeah, you don't have to try to talk about something else. Okay. Just, right. walk you so, so I have to take. I have to wear this bra. Right. See that yeah. has holes in it. Yeah. For these little funnel cups to yeah. go through. Okay. Yeah. And um. So. My mom didn't breastfeed. It was not. My fashionable. mom didn't either. Yeah. It was like. Yeah. Okay. Then I have to see. Take this off here. Yeah. Take the regular bra. Take the regular bra, but that's a nursing bra because it's like pull, pull, so then yeah. I can just have easy access. Oh, to I get baby. it, I get it. And then I have to wear so you these, can switch them out. Switch them out. I have to wear these pads in here, so you don't leak. So that I don't leak all over. Yeah. In public, then I have to put on this bra. This is what women have to do at work. Yeah. When they go back to work. Yeah. Up to sometimes like a two years. Really? Yeah, just every three hours. And then a lot of women freak out about their milk production going down. So you'll see. Oh, you can't see it up close. But when it starts coming oh, out. Oh, yeah, I could stand up. Yeah. But yeah. when you'll see, it's like when it comes out of my nipples, it's it's quite exciting. It's like the Bellagio fountain. <laughs> Just the different streams of liquid jumping up and over each other. Yeah. See? Can you hear it? Yeah, the... you can hear it. Oh. Well, sorry, WTF listeners. Yeah, how long does uh, how long do you do you pump for? Ten to fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, well, that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, so when's it gonna happen? It's happening. It's coming down. I think you just can't see it right Wait, now. Wait, hold on. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Does it like like? Does it pick up speed? Um. Or is that it? Yeah, it picks up speed. It's called a letdown. Yeah. That's when like, and I can feel it. Like it'll like tingle and then yeah. it'll like gush out. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But you can't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You see how it's like coming more frequently oh, now? Oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? My it's body's a food factory. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've never seen it before. Yeah. It's a first. Yeah. It's dedication, man. Yeah. Again, that's episode 704, and it's available right now in whatever podcast app you're using. If you want to get access to all episodes ad-free, sign up for WTF+. Plus. Just go to the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF+. Plus. Alex Borstein is on Thursday for a talk that initially had to happen inside my house because of a power outage. But we figured it out. Are you rolling and tumbling I do occasionally.
Boomer Lives, Monkey, La Fonda, Cat Angels Everywhere. <laughs> 